there, it's Victoria. I just want to share a mini episode every single week as I want to be there for you. We have had amazing nature-based educators each week sharing their outdoor classroom stories. So we're pulling some of the key elements from these interviews into these mini episodes. So I want to be there to encourage you. I want to be there to help you see in a new way that feels like teaching outdoors is doable and that you are much closer than you think. And I want to show you that it's possible. One of my mini episodes, and I hope you like it. It's been pouring for days here, and the rain has been coming down. No one goes outside anymore. It got to the point that we grabbed our raincoats and our umbrellas, and we went for a walk. And you know what we found? We found frogs. We found snakes. We found all sorts of incredible things. The scent in the air was glorious. But you know what? No one was outside. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about why don't kids go outside anymore? What's the research? What's happening to our children? Then we're going to unpack the challenging issues of why our kids aren't going outside anymore. My name is Victoria Hackett. I'm the founder of OutdoorClassrooms.com. My garden story started when I was a parent at my children's elementary school, spearheading the transformation of an old desolate courtyard into a children's garden and outdoor classroom. I now inspire teachers and parents and create outdoor classrooms and backyard teaching gardens on a shoestring budget using OutdoorClassrooms.com as my platform. So again, my Outdoor Classrooms story started really once I had my own children and we transformed this outdoor this outdoor space into a classroom. And it was really that experience that spearheaded me into this world of nature-based education. And really, it was all about witnessing children experiencing joy and a connection to nature during a day where they would normally be sitting behind a desk. So it's really, in essence, a lot about play, being outdoors in play and learning through play. And through this podcast, I have been able to interview educators from all over the world talking about play. And I want to start with a quote. Uh, At the end of the day, your feet should be dirty, your hair messy, and your eyes sparkling. That's by Shanti. So I want to begin by thinking about your own childhood memory of playing outdoors. What was that like? Did you have a favorite place, favorite space? Why was that so special to you? I can think of a couple of favorite spots somewhere on my parents' yard, creating my own garden with my imaginary classroom. Another was a big hollow tree that we would go down and bike ride down, and that was the a tree in front of my elementary school. And others were even a, a dirt hill that they had uh, that where we would play during recess time. So lots of different places, different times of days. Some would I would be alone. Some I would be with friends. So what are those childhood memories? And I want you to think, were there adults around? Were you out playing? Was it more of a free range experience? What was that childhood memory for you? So the question of the day is, why don't kids go outdoors anymore. So there are many, many studies now that actually suggest that the barriers like work, technology, and the cost of entry prevent individuals from playing outside. This indicates that we're becoming an indoor 
Nation. And Lisa Ehringeberg, she's the executive director of the Outdoor Foundation. And she's saying that we are becoming an indoor nation. Crazy. So just 27% of children said they regularly play outside their homes compared to the 71% baby boomer generation. So 27% children today versus 71% of the baby boomers. For those aged specifically between 55 and 64, it was 80%, showing that rates of play have declined steadily in just a few generations. It's terrible. It's a a crime. So, but modern preschool programs don't always resemble the kindergarten of the old. Children today spend less time outdoors than any other generation, according to the National Recreation and Park Association. With technology use up and the unstructured playtime down, the time kids spend outdoor decreases every single day year. So the big question is, is it okay not to go outdoors? Is it okay that we just stay inside? So to really think about this, without ample time under the big blue sky, in the sun, and all, even throughout all seasons, you might begin to feel down and antsy, says Dr. Edwards, adding that you may have more trouble falling or staying asleep at night. Upon waking, you might feel tired, groggy, or have low energy, she says. Sunlight and fresh air help with all of these issues. So that walk that we had outdoors in the rain, it was pouring. And it was even more exciting the, more, the heavier the rain was. We almost wanted it to be more, more rainy. It brought an excitement to it. It changed the landscape. It A walk that we do all the time was a very, very different walk because of the weather. So a new study from folks from the from folks at Let's Play reveals that once kids hit age nine, they stop playing altogether as often at age nine. If you don't get outside enough, you may experience lower levels of vitamin D, which can lead to low bone density. You may also feel down and antsy and again, not sleep as well. You're going to feel tired, groggy, and have low energy. And again, sunlight and fresh air helps with all of these issues. And it doesn't cost any money. It's something that we just have to open the door and be willing to go, which is a huge mindset shift. So thinking about that question, why outdoors? And I like to approach this question with Rich Louv's research on nature deficit disorder. So he's come to learn and study and, and telling us all that diabetes has become a national concern. Attention deficit disorder and childhood depression is off the charts. Antidepressants for kids have doubled in the last five years. I'm sure that's even increased. The Center for Disease Control is telling us that 60% increase in overweight adult Americans, 36% increase in overweight children ages 2 to 5. So we have children already overweight. 2 out of 10 American children are clinically obese. 2 out of 10. So in my eyes, getting outdoors is the answer. It truly is. And that's why we have all of the resources at outdoor-classrooms.com. That's why we have this podcast That's why we are screaming at the top of the mountaintops to tell everybody and let everybody know 
that teaching outdoors appeals to the innate curiosity and wonder of children. It increases their enthusiasm. Teaching outdoors introduces children to explore and become stewards of their environment. If we don't reconnect them to nature, we're not going to have anybody to take care of our Mother Earth. So teaching outdoors connects with what learning and the natural world. So again, we can connect what children are learning and connect them with the natural world. So more studies. Many researchers agree that kids who play outside are happier, they're better at paying attention, and they're less anxious than kids who spend more time indoors. I have to tell you, I have story after story. I run a uh, parent-child nature classes. I have kids that come and start our little programs afraid of bugs, ants, worms, everything. After a couple weeks in our program, connecting, playing, exploring, uh, interacting with these bugs, worms, spiders. They can't, they're not anxious anymore. They, they, it, there becomes a familiarity, a connection, a love. So schools with nature immersion programs, those schools perform 27% better in science testing than kids in traditional settings that don't have nature immersion programs. Time outdoors, like I said before, reduces symptoms of attention deficit disorder as young as five. So what we've been doing is we've been giving these kids medication when the medication should be open the door and go outside. But in order for the children to be able to use that outdoor time as medication, we ourselves need to put on our raincoats and get our umbrellas and go outside ourselves. So being outdoors increases cognitive development, creative problem solving, and adds and enhances self-esteem. So let's take a closer look. There are going to be challenging issues no matter where you are in the country, no matter what age or stage of children that you are working with or your own children, they're challenging issues. and But those challenging issues should be opportunities rather than challenges. And to think about what I hear a lot is, well, I don't know. There's not enough outdoor play activities. I can get them out there, but what do we do once we get out there? Or I hear, I don't know, there's we don't really have an outdoor play space, so we're not going to go outside. It's not safe. So we're not going to do that. The third thing I always hear is connecting the playful learning to the garden curriculum is, well, I just have so much on my plate that I have to teach these kids. So I can't add another thing to my plate, like take them outside or develop a whole nother curriculum to get them outside. That's what I hear. So those are the three main challenging issues that I have. And I invite you to come and join us at OutdoorClassrooms.com. We have tons and tons of resources for you to help you with outdoor play activities. We have workshops, we have master classes, outdoor play spaces. We have an incredible membership community called The Circle where we talk about our outdoor play spaces, where we can compare and contrast. We talk to each other. We And again, those folks have access to all the resources on the website. So again, I invite you to join us in our community to tackle a lot of the pro- problems that we just talked about 
where there's been the question of why no one goes outside anymore. So if you have any questions, come join us and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for joining us here at the Outdoor Classrooms podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with anybody who you think would enjoy it and follow us on Instagram. We'd love to continue the conversation. If you want to continue the conversation even deeper, please join us in the Circle community. The purpose of the Circle is to support, guide, and push you as you continually grow and sustain your outdoor classroom by providing the tools to help you set the right goals, then actually follow through in achieving those goals with the support of our amazing community. Each month, 24-7, you get guidance and support from myself. You get to begin your journey with our new member roadmap. You get access to our outdoor teaching boot camp. You get to interact and learn from guest experts who are on our podcast. They come into our membership and join us to continue the conversations. You get to connect and collaborate during two live sessions a month. You get access to all our online workshops and masterclasses. You get get to dig deeper with our membership missions each month and you get to become an ambassador of joy for children. I hope you can join us for the price of one workshop. You get all of this. You get to become a member of our family at Outdoor Classroom. So I hope you can join us. I will share the link in the show notes and we'll see you later. Come join us. Come join us.